I think it's working. Is it working? I don't know. Test. I feel a bit rusty, so. Test, test, test. Test. Like this. Ow. Don't break the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to the Whiskey Hour podcast. Yes, it's... I I don't know. I feel rusty. It's been like almost a year. You, you know when was our last episode published? No. July of 2020. Peak of the pandemic. Peak of the pandemic. Well, you know, actually, no. July 2020. What, wait, was it... Which year are we in? Uh, is this 2020? 2021. Or t- it's 2021. Okay. It is. That, by the way, that was a legitimate question. Like, honestly, the last two years been like non-existent. So I have no idea which year we're. So we're 2021. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, welcome back everyone after almost one year of Whiskey Hour podcast being away. We are back with new equipment, new studio and um, same old people. Exactly. And it's still somewhat a makeshift. But hey, as we said, we want to take some time to, you know, get the microphones and actually get prepared. Uh, We did that, but we didn't do the studio. Well, we did the studio. We just never used it. And then we took it down. (laughs) Yeah. So we just turned this whole room into a studio, showed off our studio in a lot of business meetings because you know you're taking a call you've got like you know acoustic stuff behind you use a good microphone and you know it sounds good and all that nice and what we want wait what what we want and then we just never used it for the podcast which is what we set it up for <laughs> so grab your glasses of whiskey and this is the whiskey hour podcast cheers cheers so what have you been up to well um work i think every other media agency in the world i guess felt the pandemic in a different way than restaurants did yeah yeah uh we just got busy very busy um and because of that we kind of decided to, well, you know, we were just kind of running on fumes for a while and it was difficult to make the time to do the podcast properly as well as we wanted to. So we said, okay, you know what, let's take some time, prepare for it, you know, because at that time we we're kind of bootstrapping equipment. So we said, okay, let's get it together, do it properly. Um, and by the time we actually got to a position where we had everything set up, we had kind of fallen out of the routine not only that our routine well it's still insane but back then it was even worse like even nowadays like we work weekends and weekdays yeah i don't know who you're talking like i was at five shoots this week (laughs) (laughs) i I think i was like at three or something but yes yeah that's basically it right like our schedules have been insane nuts yeah very nutty. Um, like I mean, really thankful. Um, we've been very lucky. Yeah. I mean, we've had work. Um, but yeah. So so that happened. Um, and yeah, we, we. I mean, we had this sort of like a weekly thing. You know, when we first started with the podcast, that every week on a certain day we sit down. You know, we prepare our 
pillow fort um <laughs> and and we record an episode next day you know we actually had the schedule right when we, when the episodes were coming out so it was kind of a deadline uh once we stopped doing that it was kind of more difficult to get back on the routine and we kind of for months we said okay let's sit down let's do it and then it just didn't happen yeah i mean it, it always goes down to not only finding the time to sit down and do it which is a little bit easier but also like to find the time to set aside for actually editing and producing it properly doing some research that was something that we wanted to kind of transition to Mm -hmm. Um, and actually finding more people that would be interesting to talk to and with our schedule like back then it was just impossible yeah yeah so so in the coming episodes you'll be here you'll be meeting a lot of our good friends yeah. that we've made and uh, hopefully we'll be uh, a little bit wiser um a little bit older <laughs> too oh. old in my case i mean you're old enough to get a vaccine now yeah you know i actually put the put the story up on my instagram today right that i'm getting a vaccine and then one of my friends messaged me she's like how old are you <laughs> i was like apparently too old <laughs> <laughs> that's one time when age actually saved you <laughs> Uh, it's it's it, it was a crazy year. We learned quite a bit. Uh, I think it's uh, it will also be interesting stuff to talk about on the podcast. Um, I think our whiskey gang grew a little bit. Oh yeah, we met so many people who actually share the passion for whiskey. Mm. Like I before doing this podcast, I've never even thought like that there are so many our age people who do that. You know. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, I think it's a certain personality. That yeah. just, you know, like a little cuckoo in the head. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, speaking about the routine, um, we're finally settling back into somewhat of a routine. Um, if you can call it that. Well, I mean, let's Working put it, from 8 to 10. Yes, that that is still a routine, right? Yeah. Like what? What do you define as routine? Um. Okay. So yeah. Wait. Just just to backtrack a little bit, right? The reason why sort of like we thought about like talking about routines today is because we kind of fell out of the routine of doing the podcast, which kind of was more difficult to get back on the routine of doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um. And it kind of raised a question of you know, do you need a routine to be productive? And to be creative. Yep. Right? Um, Just for everybody listening who don't know, we are a part of kind of a creative industry, I guess. We're kind of like so much in the middle. We're we're a media agency. Media agency. But like, it still requires part of creativity, part of actual like... We are not a boutique creative agency. No, we're not. Right. So so we combine a lot of different things as far as even business consultancy. So yeah, it's a lot of different stuff we do. We call it skill house. Exactly. We skills. Exactly. We are a house. We're, we're not a house. We, we wish live we in an HPM house. house. We wish we have a house. Calm. Like, you know, like, commune, commune, <laughs> Helena. Helena. Um, so yeah, uh, we uh, just kind of uh, were talking about like this you know, why it's been so difficult to get back on that routine. Um, So I did a bit of digging into like, you know, 
routine and productivity and i've always like sort of been an animal of routines mm -hmm. you know when when i really want to get stuff done i go into a routine mode yeah um and i wanted to know if that's sort of like a thing with productivity what's actually interesting is is the difference between and, and this is actually what i found online um i see a lot of articles about routines and habits mm -hmm. of very productive people yeah um and kind of like on the same articles almost, I see routines and habits used interchangeably mm -hmm. while they are wildly different things. Yeah. Right? So a habit is something that you kind of get used to that, you know, you just do. I mean, sure. Yeah, it stems usually from your birth or just something where, you know, the setting that you grow up in. For example, like, Technically, waking up at a certain hour is a habit, but it's also part of a routine. Yeah, well, so, so it's, it's going to get to that, right? A habit is almost like an automatic response, Yeah. right? A routine is a set of habits. Yeah. Right? So a lot of times when I was, when I was kind of just researching this, um, I was reading these articles about you know, routines about being productive, you know, about being productive and, 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 you know, how to be creative with your routine. But all I saw was a lot of different habits. Yeah. Right. Wake up early, get this amount of sleep. I don't know people in the creative industry. Do you agree with, uh, wake up early, get eight hours of sleep? I mean, okay, hang on a second. We all agree health wise. Yes. But People in the creative industry tell us if you actually agree. Do you actually do those things? Yeah, I mean, um, from that standpoint, do you want to just define a routine? Like, it, is it just like a um, a collection of habits, basically? A collection of habits, right? So, so, for example, if your habit is to wake up at eight in the morning. Yeah. You have a habit to eat breakfast right after, you know, wake up, which is a bit disgusting. Brush your teeth first. Um, no. Why would you brush your teeth right after you wake up? You brush your teeth. It's disgusting to eat. No, you, you first, like you drink some water, obviously. Can we not get into this? It's kind of weird. <laughs> no, but like, no, please don't tell me you brush your teeth before you eat. I was well, first after. of all, I don't eat breakfast. Okay, 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 see? Like, honestly, if you just... If you brush your teeth after eating uh, after eating breakfast, that makes sense, you know? You just brush everything off and then you don't eat for, like, several hours. So shit works. But you don't just brush your teeth and then eat it. It's disgusting. I don't know. You just brush your teeth again after that. Okay, I yeah, see. I'm, I'm a bit too lazy for that. <laughs> okay. well, anyways, like we deviated from that. We we went into like dental health. Um, <laughs> so, like, yeah, if your habit is to wake up at a certain time, you kind of want to eat breakfast, whatever, whatever. These are all your habits. Yeah. Then that becomes your routine. That those string of habits create your routine. Yeah, of course. Right. So my routine is. Wake up at the latest possible time, run to the shower, take a shower as quickly as I possibly can, run to wherever the hell I need to be, 
and well basically work after that um till i die <laughs> that's my routine and that's almost every single day including weekends yeah i mean i have a bit more of a set routine let's put it that way mm-hmm. um especially now i'm kind of trying to once again get back to um waking up at like 8 30 in the morning 8 in the morning being up by nine for sure yeah um I do eat breakfast, not like you. <laughs> so I usually try to get Unless my... we have a 7 a.m. shoot. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. That's different. That's different. You just run on coffee and pure adrenaline. Yeah. No, but yeah. So like I personally try to like eat breakfast and then, yeah, go to the office. Um, ideally, I like to have a little bit of like a free mm, free hour to scroll around, look um, look at news, whatever's you happening in the world. You say three hours? An hour. One, oh. one single. Oh, I was like three hours. I no. need, to, I need to check your time sheets. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, and then yeah, and then afterwards, like you know, kind of move along, start working, um, and I usually these days do a break of from work at around six, seven to like eight or nine, and then I continue working until I feel so tired that I can't work anymore. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a routine that um, has seemed quite fitting for me. Yeah. Um, it allows me not to like kind of burn out. Yeah, no, actually, um, based on a paper done in 2010, um, routine in general uh, has been identified by basically uh, rules. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think that's similar to like habits. Yeah. Um. No, basically, like what it uh, went into was that rules and routine are critical um, for like organizational activities, um, and that's again like talking more about jobs. Um, basically, like they keep the wheel turning, but then again, it does uh, touch up on the point that too much routine uh, and like requirements can make it like very strict. Yeah. And kind of hinder innovation and, you know, uh, creativity mm-hmm. kind of. Um, so wait, so, so uh, hang on, just. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Basically, um, the article touched up on the, nece- the necessary like rules of routine. Yeah. And that is critical for the organization to run smoothly. But at the same time, it can kind of. Uh, stop creative process from happening because it becomes everything becomes like very strict and kind of boxed in you know that's really interesting so that's actually one of the things that i i read as well yeah um about routine being um good for productivity not for creativity yeah and this is where the internet kind of puts you in trouble because on another article i found creativity you know, being supported by routine. And I do fully agree with both of them. Yeah. And I don't, you know, I, there's, you know, this is kind of where you have to sort of find your own style yeah, of, of creativity. Like, so, so as an example, um, you know, one side says, yeah, if, if you have this daily routine of getting to work at a certain time, working around a clock, mm-hmm. Um, working in the exact same office, exact same desktop, you know, mm-hmm. like 
your laptop background is the same. Yeah. Right? That hinders your creativity because you're not opening yourself up to other possibilities to be sort of inspired. Yeah. Well, um, it's kind of like almost telling your brain that this is the setting Mm -hmm. and the setting triggers work. That's why there's also like a a lot of uh, specialists also recommend not to um, eat and work at the same place. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to work and sleep at the same place. Because basically, like, if you start working in bed mm-hmm. and then you try to sleep in bed, right? Then when you sit down to do your work, uh, you can kind of trigger the sleepiness in you yeah. instead of when you sit next to your desk, which you can concentrate and work. Yeah. So there are those theories floating around as well. I know that's not true for you. Like, I've... <laughs> You work in bed like all the time. I work. I can work in bed for six hours straight without falling asleep. Yeah. Like I, I a lot depending on the kind of work I'm doing, I would very much prefer doing it on the bed if I'm doing emails, project management yeah. stuff where I don't have to use a mouse, basically, okay. or a second yeah, yeah, screen. Yeah. yeah. Basically, yeah. Um, but no. Okay. So what I was, what you know, yeah. So I was reading about this thing about you know productivity being linked to you know routine but mm-hmm. it at a cost a bit of that creativity mm-hmm. right and it is it might be true to an extent mm-hmm. you know um i mean among within our team a lot of times guys are you know we we hear that people are like yeah this is kind of becoming routine we need a change mm-hmm. to keep the creative juices flowing <laughs> I hate Ew. creative juices flowing as a phrase. Just, no just, creative just juice. a thing. Um, but also at the same time, um, you know, I was reading this other article about how routine and being added, added, mm-hmm. not an addict, but at it, yeah, at it for a while helps your creativity. Because you see the evolution of ideas. You are able to create links between different things. So just to give you an example, mm-hmm. right? Um, one of the projects that we're running for a specific client. Yeah. Right? On one hand, it would be interesting to bring a new filmmaker in there once a month. Yeah. To keep it creative. But we don't do that, not because we don't have enough filmmakers, Mm -hmm. but, well, first of all, it doesn't make sense to train someone on somebody else's brand, but also the longer that you, yourself, or me, myself, we have been on the same client, we've been able to come up with better, better and more creative ideas. Yeah. Because that client, that project, that idea is more embedded in us. So yeah. we're able to generate more inherently more creative, you know, ideas. I think that just comes down to the background that we have about that client. Mm-hmm. Because mostly like the creative ideas and new approaches just really just come from when you know someone good well enough, right? It's like buying a birthday present. Mm-hmm. If I need to buy a birthday present for, let's say, my sister, I know you what she likes. You just grab anything photography related. <laughs> that are like I basically I know what she likes, right? Yeah. 
So I can go to a shop, I can identify straight away the objects that she would like, make something good, you know, kind of yeah. find a topic. But let's say it's a new person in our company that their birthday is coming up and I have to buy a present. I have no idea what the person likes. So most of the stuff that I would get is very generic, you know? Right. So like it comes down to like the body shop, right? Yeah. The simple stuff that you can get. Yeah. So I think it just comes down to the same thing, right? Like if you work on the same project or you work on the same client for a longer time, sure, it becomes your kind of routine to work on them. Yeah. But it's also just the information that you accumulate. Yeah. And I think this is where the individual sort of, you know, like how much you internally value creativity. Yeah. Um, comes into effect, comes into yeah, of play. course, of course, but that's right. with everything, right? Yeah. So, so I mean, the, you know me, like, right? I, I'm I'm a straight shooter mm -hmm. with people. Yeah. Right. So, when it comes to, for example, a lot of stuff around creativity, I think a lot of times we are looking for creativity rather than preparing ourselves for it. You mean like we don't do like the proper setting to go into a creative process? No, 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 no. Um, what I mean is, is it's kind of like looking for wisdom. Yeah. Right? Um, you know, a lot of people, especially our age, we're looking for wisdom. We're looking for... Inspirational quotes. Inspiration, whatever, you know, whatever works for you, dude. <laughs> right? Um... We're looking for a higher understanding. Yeah. Okay. And I've seen a lot of people, especially people around us as well, mm -hmm. kind of looking for it, actively looking for it. Yeah. But a lot of times, a higher understanding, a good learning lesson comes to them in their face and they don't see it. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. And that's kind of what I mean with creativity. Mm-hmm. Instead of trying to look for creativity, I always want, you know, I, I think personally, I think it's, it's, you know, it works better if you prepare yourself to receive creativity. Surround yourself with people who come up with certain ideas or, or their brain thinks different than yours. Or even be open to the possibility of having a creative discussion mm -hmm. with other people um, because I've seen this a lot in our industry, shit part of our industry, big ass egos, people think they know it better than everyone else. Yeah. They don't get into creative discussions or immediate approaches to shut something down, mm -hmm. right? Um, and then they go and complain about lack of creativity in something. Yeah. Right? So this is kind of what I mean by that. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, so so just kind of preparing yourself to be creative to be in a creative environment. And I think routine can help a ton with that mm -hmm. rather than purposely breaking a routine. I don't know, purposely changing your work environment just for the sake of, you know. I, I think, again, like it just comes down to an individual. Mm -hmm. um, for example, like in my case, I do see benefit of a routine. Like, yeah. um for me, waking up at a similar time, planning in the time where I could kind of have my brain space, mm -hmm. it helps a lot. Um, like, 
naturally just, you know, be more structured, be more um, kind of approachable and just actually more creative, I would say. Yeah. Um, but after doing that for too long of a time, how far can you push it? Then um, I personally love taking myself out of the environment, changing my routine, staying up late for one night or for three weeks. Um and you know, just seeing a different perspective, different pattern, and then coming back. Mm-hmm. That allows me to kind of understand the other side. And then when I come back, what was before boring is kind of like now normal, right? Like less boring? Yeah, well, for example, you know, like, um, can you relate, for example, to those, like, you know, for example, like the Western standard of nine to five type of job? Okay where you kind of like, you don't start working before nine and after five you clean your hands and leave. I don't, I, there's not necessarily a Western standard. It's just the nature of corporate jobs. Do you think so? I've, I've seen this happen way more in the West of the world than the East. Well, I mean, like, like sure, you know, parts of the world where people are less dependent on their jobs. right yeah so like they can afford to uh just say okay i'm only paid until five i'm only gonna work until five because job market is open and i'm gonna find whatever job i want right Mm -hmm. um no but like it's that like that culture is there everywhere more prominent so in in kind of jobs where you know you kind of have the job security yeah yeah but what i want to say with that is like um do you think that that kind of rigidity, for example, from the people, would that limit the creativity? Considering, like, you know, you work only until five, so basically, technically, after five, your stuff is not flowing. Like, even if you look at uh, statistical information, um, most people report, like, the most creative hours being afternoon at 4.30 or after 10 p.m. What about after midnight? <laughs> it's very creative time. I absolutely agree. Um, yeah, I absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't know. It's, it's hard to say because I haven't been in those shoes before, mm-hmm. right? I don't know what it's like to leave your work and not think about your work because I don't work on stuff that I don't think about all the time. Retail. No, it's, I don't know. You know what I mean though. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, But like, have you, you you haven't worked in retail before. Oh, right. Did you say retail? Yeah, retail. Uh, I thought you said do tell. (laughs) No, no, no. Have you ever worked in retail? Um, No. Okay. Yeah. That's like one of the examples of you start your work. And after you're done, you run. You don't want to see the place again. You just want to go. Yeah, well, it's that's the thing. Those are the stuff you do for money. Yeah, of course. Right? I've never done anything solely for the money. Okay. I've just been sort of fortunate enough to, you know, even in the, in the times that I kind of needed money the most... Mm-hmm. Um, I somehow either found money 
doing stuff that I at least somewhat was passionate about mm -hmm. or I've learned to enjoy them. And I that that I think is a bit of a topic of its own. Mm -hmm. Um how to deal well I don't know how to how to say this, how to deal with shit you don't like. Because I'm pretty sure even if I work in retail, I will find a way to enjoy it. There are ways to enjoy retail work. And not forget about it after 5 p.m. Okay, yeah, no. Um, from my experience, there, there's like, it's, you get a lot from retail. Like, for example, I have not seen better, let's put it, cooperation mm -hmm. and better support from your coworkers, even if you have like a dispute. Yeah. The support and kind of, you know, care, that, that doesn't go away. That does not, I haven't seen that in any other industry. Mm -hmm. um, and that's because most Excuse of the people... You. I'm sorry, creative industry is not that. Like, <laughs> people care about each other, so I have to give them prompts, but um, it's not to that point. Like, mm -hmm. you can work at, let's say, McDonald's, go to a different place, and if they know that you work in retail and you're one of them, you're going to get treated like 10 times better. Okay. It's, it's insane. Like, even I understand, like, right now... Um, after I haven't worked for retail in like actually less than a year, but yeah, for a while now. Is that a while? How long is a while? Depends. A, wh a while, it, it's a contextual thing, right? So if you're like talking about like your life experiences, a while can be a couple of years. Are you Googling this? Yes. <laughs> Length of four months. Then yes, for a while. <laughs> so since I haven't worked for retail for... Fucking millennials. <laughs> Googling every fucking thing. Dude, I don't think I even qualify as a millennial. Fucking... Anyways. Yeah, well... Google generation. That's what... Uh, generation G. G? The Google. The Google generation. The Google boys. Or girls. Don't discriminate. GG. GG. <laughs> <laughs> GG, bro. GG, bro. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, what I was about to say was um, afterwards, you kind of don't want to think about it anymore. You actually leave your job and you leave your job. You take off your shoes and you're done. So, then why would you do it? For the money. Why can't you find something that you like? Well, for me, that wasn't the case. I. Well, I mean, you know, living alone, I needed to survive. And with little practice, normal companies didn't really take me. I think that I think we need to get into that because that will be an interesting conversation. But at another time, yeah. um, coming back to routines. Yes. Do you want to hear some of the famous people's routines? <laughs> famous people's routines. Yeah, let's do it. Hi there. I am taking your time and interrupting the show to make sure you guys drink responsibly. Alcoholism is a serious issue and it should not be taken lightly. So in case you or anyone you know suffer from alcohol abuse, drug abuse, or any kind of substance abuse, reach out for help and get better. Cheers. All right. All right. So, who? 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 <laughs> so have you heard of uh, Haruki Murakami? Ha who? Haruki Murakami. 
He is a Japanese writer. Uh-huh. So um, this guy in general believes in routine. Mm-hmm. Um, he does say that repetition itself becomes the most important thing. It forms uh, mesmerism. So basically, yeah, being in a routine in his eyes is like the best thing ever, you know, mm-hmm. like necessary for creativity. Um, so his morning routine is he wakes up at 4 a.m. He works for five to six hours. Yeah. Then at midday, he runs a 10K or swims 1,500 meters. Okay. Sometimes both. Afterwards, he reads, listens to music, and goes to bed at 9 p.m. You know, that's one of the examples of a routine. Yeah. You know, how to bring the creativity. And he also talks about more like, um, yeah, so he observes a lot. Yeah. So on the runs, on the swims, on walks, you know, you observe, you see. Also, while reading, um, is also kind of being in your own craft. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, yeah, actually pointed out writing in another language makes the writing more fluent, which it's not related to a routine whatsoever, but I found it very interesting. Yeah. Okay. Who else do we have? Who else do we have? Uh, do you want to hear President Obama's? Sure. Yeah. So he wakes up at 6.45, works out, reads the paper, spends some time with family. Then at 9, he arrives to the Oval Office, has meetings until 4.30. Arrived. Passed. No, he arrived. Used to. Right, right. So he used to arrive. <laughs> uh, then he had dinner with his family at 6.30. Mm-hmm. Meetings and phone calls at 8.30. And then bed at 12.30. So the man used to sleep six hours a day. Basically. Eat it. Everybody who says get eight hours of sleep, the president of the United States did it. Here's uh, here's one to all the uh, late night workers, huh? Did you just smack the microphone with the glass? Well, you're too far away. <laughs> Actually, people didn't even used to sleep for eight hours. Huh? Yeah, people, you don't know that. No. No, people didn't used to sleep for eight hours. They would sleep part of it. Have a break in between sleeping and then continue sleeping. When? I need to Google that. <laughs> <laughs> so, who else do we have on our celebrity routine list? Kim Kardashian. Are you, do you genuinely just have a page open and you're going through a list of people? Yes. Did you read this list before? Somewhat. <laughs> Fred Rogers. Who's that? Okay, LeBron James. How would I know Fred Rogers, the television host in the U.S. who died in 2001 when I was nine years old? Even I know him. Why would I know him? I don't know. He's pretty famous. The dude was born in 1928. And he's famous. Okay, anyways, moving forward to anyone from our generation. Our generation. Kendrick Lamar. Okay, let's do this. He wakes up, has coffee, and checks iPad at 9 a.m. That sounds right. At 11.15, he heads to a meeting at 30 Rock Rehearsal for SNL. I'm guessing this was a particular day. At 6 p.m., he shops. Okay. 
what about we just completely skip? 8 p.m. He has an interview. Okay. okay. At 11, he previews new music video. What are... And at 6 p.m. a.m. he goes to bed. Help. I can't help. No, please don't. <laughs> so. Is this another celebrity? No. Is this somebody else's terrible routine? No, even better. It's is not he? No, it's an article. Oh, no. That claims to be able to transform your routine to be more productive. Let me guess. You found that on entrepreneur.success. Actually, success.com. <laughs> I don't even know if entrepreneur.success is a real website, but you know what? I'll take it. If it isn't, it should be. Yeah. I don't think it's an actual domain, though, .success, but somebody should make it. Someone should make it if it isn't. <clears throat> Anyways, so for you. Me. You. Me. To be more productive and more successful. Hang on. Just adjusting my microphone. First and foremost, mm -hmm. you need to start your day with exercise. You need to start exercising. Okay. Exercise has... Wait, how many are there? How many of these tips are there? 11. There are 11 tips. Okay. So I have zero out of 11. Zero out of 11. So first you start exercising. Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> I mean, exercise has shown the improvements in your brain and mental wealth so start exercising does walking to the toilet count as exercise i mean your weird ass stretches over the table do but i don't do them in the morning no, okay no. what about standing outside on the balcony and looking at the um looking at the skyline that's an exercise for my eyesight no <laughs> um Never it mind. says okay. you need to have at least 10 minutes of exercise. Okay, screw that. Zero out, of, uh, zero out of 11. Moving on. Before you exercise, though, drink some lemon water. Water? Lemon water. So I water. get 50%. I get half out of 11. No, you need to drink lemon water F at 15 to 30 minutes before eating. Okay, who is the author of this article? Success. Don't 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 ask. It's a rhetorical question. Okay. okay. Third. Third. And you're definitely failing this one. No screen till breakfast. But that ain't gonna work. Eat a. An Is Italian. that number four? That's yeah, number four. So I have zero point five out of four. Yeah. Out of three. Out of three. Actually, you're failing this one as well. But eat. In italic, real breakfast. What does that mean? Oh, let me guess. Avocado with bagels. Either that or like oatmeal with... Overnight to oats. Overnight toast. Overnight oats. Overnight oats. With some gluten-free bread because you know what? Wheat flour is so bad for my skin. Yo, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. So unless you actually can't handle it. <laughs> Number five. Soya milk. Excuse you. Oat milk is a new trend. Oat milk. Oat milk. Oat milk. Oh, Please sponsor us, Oatly. I actually really like it. 
<laughs> Set goals for the day. Get shit done. I do that. I do that. All right. I got that one done. So get shit done. All right. I do that. So number six. First, clean your workspace. My workspace is always clean. You oh, did not wait. do that. My work my workspace is clean. It's the office that's not, which I blame on everyone else. Uh-huh. Number seven. And the glasses of whiskey from the night before. Number seven. Blame it on the alcohol. Blame it on the alcohol. I mean, it depends on which day it is. Never mind. I'm not going to answer that question. No, I refuse to comment. Number seven. No emails until you've eaten three oh, frogs. fuck off. What does that mean? No, I, it's a fuck off at this sort of no emails. Okay. Number eight. Assign times to your to-do list and monitor your progress against your goals. Get shit done. I do that. Okay. I just get shit done. Number nine. Keep morning meetings on schedule. What does that even mean? Be on schedule with your morning meetings. Well, yeah, it's with people. So, like, obviously you're on schedule. So, I like, mean, make sure they don't overrun. I think it's more of, like, the time waste factor of it. Well, you know what? I got one to add in there. You know what? Change that little... Just scribble that point off and change it to... Make your meetings 15 minutes long and no more than that. Hmm. I hate one hour meetings. Yeah. Like if you, I've gotten so much more done in a 15 minute meeting than a one hour meeting. One hour meetings are good for brainstorms. One hour meetings are good for nothing. Gasp. Number 10. Don't multitask. Guilty. I've already said fuck off, so I guess piss off. Wank off. Finally, say no. And no is a no. Hashtag me too. <laughs> Hashtag no means no. Yeah. Um. Okay, so was was this a comedic article? I think. It was meant real. Okay, cool. Um, is that the effects of um, like routines of highly productive people? No, but um, actually, like what I've looked into, there are a couple of things that were kind of valid in there. So yeah, everything is valid in yeah, there. Like, like everything is valid in there. It's like oh well eat breakfast no thanks sherlock like you know how is that a thing that you need to tell people i mean i don't know some people don't eat breakfast i don't eat breakfast fully aware of that and i'm fully aware of its consequences i choose not to eat breakfast not because i don't know that i should be eating breakfast i mean you know, Can eating schedules be a routine? Eating schedule being a routine is... Mm, again, 
it can be a routine. It generally is a routine. Everybody has their own eating time. Right, yeah. so so in different countries, different cultures, people eat at different times. Yeah, like the Netherlands, six p.m. People are eating dinner. Yep. In in Iran at six p.m. or even south of Europe, you know, in Spain, you know, um, Portugal at six p.m. You don't fucking eat dinner. Yeah. You eat dinner at six p.m. It's fucking weird. What are you doing, you weird person? You maybe have some fruit juice, or you just get a light healthy natural snack you know organic snack you don't eat dinner hashtag organic you um then you have dinner at like 8 30 p.m so it's every i guess it's more of a cultural thing and you know it's kind of a routine i guess yeah but speaking about that are you aiming to kind of like improve the routine like personally for me like i already said I want to kind of get back on it. I want to have what a... routine? Oh, for me, it's, I only care about morning routine. Only want to have a bit of, you know, breathing space in the morning before I go to work. And if that means waking up early, I'm fine with that. I have my routine, which is pretty much set. Which is... Wake up, shower, work, 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 work. I am no, 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 no. work, 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 work. Um, I think the only things that I really need to look at in my routine is setting time aside for different things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's going to help me quite a bit. Um, but you know, when it comes to routine and productivity, uh, I personally just think that it's you know, yeah productivity is just linked to routine you know if you want to be productive you got to have the uh have your routine of being productive um and my goal is generally to be as productive as i can so i'm you know i always keep to that certain routine of keeping myself productive agreed yeah agreed so to send you off of this first episode of the whiskey hour podcast well first episode of a break oh, season two season sure season two whatever. season two whatever <laughs> I want to leave you with a the very... The second bottle. Bottle two. Bottle two. S- glass one. A. Bottle two, glass one. All right. So I want to leave you with a quiz. Barrel two. Bottle one. Yeah. I'm more down for a cask here. So I'm going to send you off... Or the listeners off. Um, with a quiz. Yeah. From uh, the best channel ever named BuzzFeed. <laughs> uh, so we'll give you a perfect coffee drink to wake up to based on your morning routine. Sorry, what? Hey, am I supposed to have this quiz? Let's go. What were you doing the night before? Sleeping, um, visiting videos. bars around town. So that's working. I was editing video. That's not working. I was totally working. Are you an early riser or a night owl? Night, night owl. owl. Wait, am I doing the quiz or you? Oh, that's... How many times did you hit snooze this morning? Am I or you? You. Me? Uh, seven, maybe eight. 
there's only three times or did I did not count? Well, I did count. It was just more than three. I did not count. How are you getting to work today? I'm walking, taking a bus, calling an Uber or driving myself. Driving myself. I... Do you usually eat breakfast? No. Here you go. Do you want to take a guess of what your coffee is? Um, quadruple espresso. No, it's just an espresso shot. One? Yeah. Better be some strong fucking espresso. Strong fucking <laughs> espresso. So we'll leave you at that. I, I got black coffee if anyone's interested. Probably not. But hey. Well, thanks everyone for Thank joining you. us on our comeback episode. Um, I guess so. Cask 2. Cask 2. Good morning, everybody. And have a good evening. Evening? Hey, cheers. Thanks for joining us. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode of the Whiskey Out Podcast. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>